Was it worth it? Sometimes I wonder what good we did out there, Tef. We've lost so much. And so many good people. I'm not sure we'll know. It's like we're right back where we started. At least we're home. Well, I'm home. You need to find a place to stay, and it's not going to be my couch, Missy. <laughs> Next time on Evers After. Showers of hot water and not bullets. Trenches replaced by drainage ditches. Barbed wire with white picket fences. This didn't feel like home. But for the first time in years, it felt normal. Something to cheer you up, Sam. I don't get it. What's this? A key? To the old petticoat place. 805? Next door? Just like old times, neighbor. You promised you'd bring Mom home. I can take it. How long do we have? The front's still moving. At this rate, a month, tops, and the neighborhood. They'll have to start picking sides. Looks like some of them have a head start. No. It looks like you have a head start. You've got to stop the injection, Sam. They'll only help for so long. Believe me, I know. Ever's after. That was good. Good. Stop. Poignant. Yep. Next up, is your sail hanging low? Let them hoist up your flag. Radiation ships is now. And WSPN. The Spoon. Wretches and dusters, glitter boys and rocker girls, settlers and survivors, to all you ratheads out there in Radiation Nation, this is an emergency broadcast to your heart. Further instructions incoming. We are live from our EBS compound and undisclosed location deep in the lines of the Sadlands. Our hearts are pure, backs strong, and eyes shielded from the glare of the bone waste. I'm your host, Red Flink. With me, the Professor. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your radiation ship. How you doing, Professor? I am... I'm glowing. I'm glowing. I'm basking in the glow of um, our, our previous episode, last week's episode, uh, where we really cut to the quick of what's going on in the world around us and the the evils of the megacorps and the AIs that control them. Um, I think we really disclosed useful information um, to our listeners to get them through the day. Really remove the blinders for some eyes. Mm-hmm. Some eyes, I yeah. think, last, last week uh, or yesterday or was that last week? You know what? It doesn't matter. I've been busy lately, really busy. Mm-hmm. I do it a little remodeling, a little rebuilding, a little redecorating. That last episode really gave me the energy. I, I feel felt revived, felt renewed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you you, you yeah. sound like you feel the same. It was deeply rejuvenatory. And so I've been taking some of the you know just spare explosives, the ones we aren't using for anything else, mm-hmm. and uh, you know creating a few new rooms, creating a few new halls here and there. Just I figure we we can expand. We've got this whole mountain. Mm-hmm. As far as we're aware, nothing else lives under it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, why not make the most of it? Uh-huh. That's what I always say. Why not make the most of it? Are you now doing the remodeling and not Caden? That's that's why I've been taking all those explosives. And as a side effect, mm-hmm. we did lose a few lockers. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a whole big sidewall, maybe 30 feet of them just gone. Mm-hmm. 
Not sure what was in them because they were locked and we never found the key for those, but you know, now we'll never know. I haven't told you this this week because I wanted I wanted your yes. reaction on Mike to this. Okay. But the cricket? Yeah. Also a casualty. Oh my god. I thought you'd be happy. Oh my god, are you serious? I am, absolutely. <sighs> All praise and glory to Depot. How? Well, well, like I said, I was redecorating. Okay. You hear some noises? You know, maybe you blast in a certain direction at the noise and keep yeah. moving little by little towards that direction. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like smoking out a fox or a pothead or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, eventually, you push far enough, you're going to get that cricket. And as a result, not only do we have no more cricket, we also have an expansive new wing. Did he suffer? Well, I, I don't know because uh. all I saw was the after effect. Okay. It was probably pretty quick. I have to say, which, yeah, it's not fair. Yeah, but what in life is. Mm -hmm. But uh, to cut to the chase. Yes. You no, know, we got him. I feel even lighter. I and I was feeling good after our last episode. I feel like a man half my age. Absolutely. Okay, and then Professor, uh, I believe you had something you said you wanted to you wanted to cover today. I do. Yes, I'd like to just just take a brief moment to um, to wax enlightened on the on the topic of self awareness uh, in a new segment that we're calling deeper with Professor DeFroyan. Now, the journey to self-awareness can be both arduous and lengthy. Despite their best intentions, individuals don't always possess the depth of personal insight necessary to embrace and address their shortcomings. It is when faced with these tragic cases that we, the emotionally enlightened, must take up the cause of our dimmer-witted brethren and become the curators of their self-discovery. It is a crucial act of love to establish regular monologue exploring the height and depth and breadth of all that makes your loved ones unlovable. Uh, if those flaws are pronounced and indubitable, your task is quite simple. I suggest making a list beforehand and reading it aloud, uh, but be sure that it's an exhaustive list. Even the deeply flawed don't want their time wasted with a two- or three-pager. If, however, your companion's blemishes are concealed beneath a facade of selflessness and affability and not readily apparent to you, it's important that you still leave them something to consider. Take a moment and think about something undesirable about yourself. Deliver, then, a merciless indictment of their character using your baggage. Graft your warts to their face, as it were. The result will be no less profound for your loved one, and may be even more effectively received since it carries the weight of your own personal experience. The light necessary for self-exploration must often be shed by another self. When our brothers cannot reflect, the enlightened must project. I'm Professor Sean DeFroyan. Thank you very much, Professor. I think that, gives us, that gives us all something to really think about, really sink our teeth into. Uh, you know, as, as long as I think we're both in sort of a little celebratory mood here, mm -hmm. while, while our listeners reflect on that, and that is why we do this show for our listeners, mm -hmm. I think we should just take a moment. We'd be remiss, not to mention, you mentioned briefly, Caden's been doing uh, a lot of work around here. I, I, I've, he been, I've been sort of expanding mm -hmm. the bunker, but he's mm -hmm. been doing some redecorating and, and really cleaning up the place. Um, and I think it'd be uh, remiss of us not to thank him on air for uh, for all the all the cleaning up he's doing. He's, mm -hmm. he's done these microphones look look. I mean, they're absolutely shining. It's hard to hard to look at them mm -hmm. almost. Um, but yeah, uh, so so so, Caden, thank you very much for, for all you've done around here. Really appreciate it. Stepping up that producer job, 
uh, going, giving it hundred percent, and uh, I'm sure the people out there can hear the difference in our voices. It's 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 true. He's I, I'm 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 quite proud of him. He's been taking so much initiative, you know. Whereas you have been expanding uh, the bunker, he's been rearranging things. Uh, apparently, he's been rearranging uh, rooms for a better flow of energy, according to the harmonic design principles of Shang Tsung. And I must say, it's been a it's been a flawless victory. The solarium is where the grotto used to be. The grotto is now in ballroom F, next to the botanical garden. It's uh, it's really quite masterful placement. And uh, you know, not I, I know you don't want to toot your own horn. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, your your um, very very careful placement of potpourri yes. uh, around and among your teeth collection yeah. has made just a massive difference mm-hmm. in the general overall atmosphere and let's say um, bouquet. Yeah, yeah, the, of the bunker. The olfactory complexity has uh, has deepened. Uh, oh, and uh, I wanted to mention this to you. I reprogrammed the sandwich drones to make paninis. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's yeah. good to hear. Yeah, next week, tossed salad. Lovely. Sounds good. Um, all right. Well, I think things are going well for us here today. We're all in a good mood. We are upbeat and ready to help some people. So, people, hit us with what you got. Come on, callers. Call in. Let's go to one now. Who we got? And now a word from our sponsor on WSPN. The Spoon. Hi, I'm Paul with Piles. I can barely believe in these deals. We've got piles of piles for you to choose from. Buy a bunch and save a bundle. Don't ask for one. We only sell piles. Don't ask for two. We only sell piles. Don't ask for piles. Buy them at a fraction of the price. Our competitors waste your time selling products the old ways. One by one by one by one by one by one by slow and lazy. We cut our costs by dumping things in piles, and we pass those savings directly to you. Piles of savings? We metaphorically have that. Do we match prices? No need, but we price matches. Piles of matches. That was a joke. Our prices are already so low, you'll be shocked that your wallet is not low. From socks to grass to breath mints to pizza or dactyl bones. Just ask me if you don't believe it, because I guarantee it. Don't be a pile. Buy one at Piles inside the Westgate Warehouse just off of Highway 96. We're back with Radiation Ships and WSPN The Spoon. All right, caller. Caller, go ahead. What's your name and what's wrong with you? Hey, fellas. My name is Paul Cartney. All right, Paul Cartney. What can we do for you today? Well, I'm not sure if you remember me, but I called a while back about my girlfriend left me. Sounds like a fascinating call, um, Professor. Yeah, so how, how has your life improved since you last spoke with us? Well, I went to school, got degrees, uh, I made cars. It's not as impressive a degree as, as professorhood, but, uh, you know, everyone needs a hobby. Yeah, I called him because I, I made this car, you know, fell in love with it, and we got married, and now we, we, we've been together for a while now. And Oh, muzzle. Uh, thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, and and I, I think she's cheating on me. Is it a? Is it just a, a, a suspicion, or do you have evidence to the case? You know, she'll go out tonight without me and uh, come back with strange fluids in her. It ain't mine. I think the question that's probably on all our listeners' minds, which is, how is this car going out without you? Do you have is mm. someone well, borrowing it, or degree. do you have like a, a, a someone lives with you that is taking the car without your permission, or, or no. what? Often, um, theft is misdiagnosed as infidelity. 
That's, that's no, true. No, fellas. What, what happened? Okay. Kidnapping, too. Yes. I built oh. this car, and I made it sentient. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. And I married her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she got a mind of her own. Okay, now see, that makes sense. So you said you're, you're suspecting some infidelity? Well, yeah. Uh, how, how long have you had these suspicions of infidelity? Because uh, let me tell you, you probably should have had them from the very beginning. It's always just safer to go ahead and assume. That way you're not disappointed. Well, I didn't think I had to have that problem because I built her. She ain't known nobody else but me. Well, till now. So she leaves at night. She returns with mysterious fluids. Do the do the fluids look organic? I mean, I know that in the um, in the engineering community, um, autoerotic mislocation is is a frequent issue to be dealt with. Sometimes cars just go other places. It's it's definitely organic fluids. Okay, tell me about your relationship with this car uh, when she is present. Oh uh, well, we have a great relationship. You know, I built this uh, oscillating transmission for her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it bounces to the left and right when she drives. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, I'll have her go up and down the road so I can watch her drive up and down the street so I can just look at her. Okay. And we're happy. You know, she plays the good music. She doesn't listen. You know, she plays the Skinner, and and uh, I, I ain't really got to put nothing else in because that's about all we listen mm-hmm. to out in Creedence. So, so in a way, you've been encouraging her independence. You know, it's it's not just a matter of uh, she drives when you're driving her, uh, but you've encouraged her to go places without you, so you can watch from a distance. Is that right? Well, I, I suppose. Okay. Uh, tell me about her attitude when 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 the two of you talk. At least I, I I assume that that you that you do talk. What's her disposition when when she speaks with you? Well, she's programmed to laugh at my joke. Okay. I'm pretty funny. I just I, I, I wonder um, I wonder if there's a deeper issue going on here because um, I mean you've built this car with your own hands you know you've 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 given her a name I assume yes meow meow that's a that's an interesting name is it is that is that Arabic uh, I don't know my my ex girlfriend used to write it down in journals I don't know what I, I don't, it seemed like a good name okay so it's a, it's a, it's it's a tribute. Okay, so um, I mean, you are in um, in a romantic relationship with your automobile. Uh, oh yeah. You have you have engaged in a mechanicoidal congress um, with this car, but at the same time, you're responsible for her creation, her construction. You've named her. You've started granting her independence. So, in a way, in addition to being her lover, you're also a father figure. You know, and I wonder if if this is not on, uh, from her perspective infidelity, but it's rebellion. She's in the process of individuation, and she just needs to find her own way on the road. So what you're saying is because I'm the daddy lover, mm-hmm. that she's looking at me in two ways, mm-hmm. and she just wants to figure it out on her own. Precisely. Well, maybe I should just reboot her. Almost certainly. Yeah, can't get her to try, right? With cars, as with children, sometimes you just need to shut them off and then reanimate them. And I think uh, if if you do that once, maybe twice, um, you can you'll have a buffer of two to three weeks before this could even potentially become an issue again. That's that's a good idea. You know, I'll unhook her battery for a week or so. Sure. Oh. Let the memory go down. Mm-hmm. Yep, and actually, in in the meantime, while her battery is off and she is incapacitated, look into LoJack. Yeah, you, you definitely won't have to won't have to worry about her uh, cheating on you if you if you if you unhook the battery. So you might just want to do that at night. 
too. Well, I don't want to have to do that every night. Then they have to get the tools out and get all that stuff. That just seems like too much work. Well, you you made you made a whole whole car by yourself. You telling me you can't you can't engineer yourself up a an off and on switch? Well, that's possible. Mm-hmm. And of course, the advantage to that is when your lover starts afresh every day, every day becomes the first date. And it's basically love on demand, right? Exactly. Oh, I like that idea. It's like a seeing it for the first time again. That, mm-hmm. Remember that day? I, I put the wheels on her, set her down off the lift, and it was love at first sight. Mm-hmm. And, and at the very least, you know, you can you can give it a try. Uh, you know, give it man, a, a month and a half or so of first dates. And uh, just see how it goes. And if not, I guess I could always be up and down and start again. All right. Well, thank you, caller. It sounds like we've, we've helped you out. Sounds like you're uh, down going down the right road. Well, thank you. And I'll, I'll call you back and let you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll be right back with Rad Flink and Professor Sean DeFryan on Radiation Ships. Loss of appetite. Feelings of loneliness and torpor. Bad times. Missing limbs or memories. Blockluster priorities. Doing everything wrong <laughs> wellness backscatter unhealthy parts unhealthy parts unhealthy parts desire. trouble focusing failed activities desire, desire. to do some things but lack of desire. desire to do other things millions of people throughout the world suffer with these problems and more more because these are just a few of the symptoms you may experience as a sufferer of minor gene bias let us overcome your shortcoming with our shortcut you will be assessed against a template of our interlaced apex gene entanglement procedure adjustments are performed in a patented array of full immersion science to assess adjust ascend eugen is here and we can fix god's mess you Feeling love forlorn? It will all be fixed now on Radiation Ships. So I explained to her that they're actually called Brazil nuts. And if she has trouble remembering that, uh, perhaps she should use pecans uh, for the Cyber Panther bake sale. And so, in the light of that, let's go ahead and take another caller. Uh, who do we have on the line? Hi, I am Tara Lynn. Hi, Tara Lynn. So I was just calling uh, because, you know, I'm having some problems with my prey. Okay. Um, so is prayer a big part of your life? Oh, oh, no. I mean, I do get down on my knees, but not for the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean my prey, you know. Um, you know, like when I'm, when I'm out and I'm, I'm on the hunt, if you will, on the prowl. Okay, your conquests. Yes, my conquests. Okay, so uh, what kind of uh, difficulty is your conquest giving you? I am just having the hardest time keeping them in line. Okay, so you have multiple conquests. Oh, always. I mean, oh. that's how we do it out here. Okay, where, where are you from? I'm from Amazon. Oh, okay. Okay, um, so uh, you're, you're having some issues with your prey. Uh, what, what kind of problems specifically are, are you having? Any Specifically, any, any reoccurring problems? Any... Well, yeah, I mean, that's actually why I'm calling in. I heard the caller just before me, and he was talking about his car that kind of does her own thing. And my prey, are they're just really known in these parts for independent thinking, and that uh-huh. is just a real problem because we all know that men can't think by themselves. They have to have someone help him out with that. So how many of these conquests are your offspring? Oh, the one that was my offspring died recently. Okay. So currently all of them I have captured in the wild. 
can you tell us a little more about your process when you're when you're capturing your conquest? Maybe that will give us the perspective we need to uh, to diagnose. Absolutely. You know, I mean, after I draw them in with my feminine wiles, if mm-hmm. you will, um, I present them with the contract which clearly states on page 37 that uh, I will be using a sleep dart on them before any copulation. Uh So they sign that, obviously, after I'm sure having read it thoroughly. Then we go along, you know, with the business, as it were. I've been doing this a while, and it used to work really well, but I just, I tell you, so many now these days are telling me that uh, they, they don't really want to copulate. That's not in the contract. Or they're still signing the contract, right? Oh, yes, they're still signing the contract. Well, then what have they got to complain about? See, I don't know. I feel like there are some people that have just been putting some dangerous ideas in their sweet little minds. Uh, who, who might those people be, you think? You know, there was some information going around about how men are people, too. I mean, can you even believe that? They're trying to say that men and women are equal. and that's, Well, that's definitely not true. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, no problem, sweetie. Okay, let's get back to your problem. Um, so let's see. You're, 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 hunting, you're hunting these men. They, they're signing a contract with you, and they're not sticking to the, the stipulations of that contract. Is that correct? That is absolutely All right. Correct. Now, do you have any legal recourse here? Well, I mean, I can bring them before the council, but every time that we have to euthanize them, it just costs so much much money in the filing I'm assuming that's that's a somewhere listed in the contract uh, uh, if you break the contract type of thing oh absolutely absolutely it's point four under the dissolution of contract. yeah it makes sense seems 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 fair to me I mean if they're signing the contract uh, you could try waving that in their face just pointing out you know here's here's what you signed you, you you're if if you don't want to go along with with what you agreed to you know prepare to get euthanized because that's what happens see I wish I wish that that my prey could come and hear the words that, that you were saying because you were just so wise. Well, you know they can. Sadlands wide, they can hear us. We do this show for our listeners, and we are proud to have our listeners. You know, everything we do, Professor. Everything. Well, everything. We don't everything. We don't let, let the prey listen to the well, radio. Well, there's the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they have some problems of their own that we could talk to them and help them understand. You know, legal contracts, they're legally binding. A man's only as good as his word. Am I right? Truth. Of course, of course. Word is blonde. So I think maybe just as a as a good preliminary step, um, expose your conquests to to our program. Uh, we're on uh, we're on once a week um, for three and a half hours, and uh, I think that would be and twice a week for for two hours. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Now, now you don't think that having them listen to the show will make them do any more of that independent thinking, do you? No, we, we, we highly discourage independence. Good. Yeah. I am so glad. You know, it is so hard to find quality family programming uh-huh. in this day and age. It, it definitely is. Now, that's that's why we do what we do here. So let's get back to the nitty, nitty gritty of it. Now, these these men are, aren't going along with the, the contract as written. You said they're they're signing the contract, refusing to copulate. Is there anything else they're yeah. refusing to do? Is there anything else in that contract that they're not strictly yeah. adhering to? Thank you so much for bringing that up. I mean, I got to say that I had one the other day tell me that I was treating him like a sandwich drone, but his sandwiches are just so much better. So, sure. so in this case, he, he would like to be copulating, but because of the nature of the binary state of sandwich and copulation, uh, he yeah. can only provide sandwiches. And sometimes you need a sandwich to keep well, going. Certainly. If you're copulating with numerous conquests, then uh, your dietary needs are uh, probably thrice that of a, of a regular Amazon. 
So I'm wondering, because of this reluctance on their part, it, it does suggest that they're not reading the contracts. Now, you say that pre-contract, um, you're luring them with your feminine wiles. Yeah. Can you go into a little more detail about that? Well, yes. I mean, first I, I talk about how I know they really can't accomplish anything without me. Mm-hmm. Um, and people like me. Um, and then I really like to take some time and point out how, you know, the clothes that they are wearing really just highlights their form, mm-hmm. if you will. Yep. Um, and, you know, and then we just kind of go from there. I just like exploring the situation mm-hmm. and, you know, seeing how far they'll let me go before they sign it, right. if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you encourage them to smile, of course. Oh, of course. You don't want to look at a man that's not smiling. No, certainly not. No. And this is actually, this is this is, uh, has a lot to do with what I was speaking of earlier in our show today. You are selflessly and lovingly making sure that these conquests know what their flaws are. Um, and, and you're actually, you've taken this, this simple technique and you've elevated it to an art form. Uh, you provide them with a litany of their problems and then you induce sleep. Yeah. You give them rest. You give them the opportunity to just subconsciously reflect upon everything that's wrong with them um, while you're making love to them. And that's, um, I think really the heart of the problem here is that these men are just ungrateful. Yeah. And I was, I was going to say, I think a really important thing this color brought up is that People are ungrateful so much of the time. Mm-hmm. You just think about the world around you, what 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 everybody has, and they're calling us with complaints mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And we love our listeners. We love our callers. But there's a few every now and again that you just got to realize, you know, you're, you're just being ungrateful. Mm-hmm. And you have to remind them that they need you. Yeah. And that's, that's an important, important message to get across anybody in your life. Listeners, uh, if I could just take take a second to speak to you. If there's anybody in your life out there that you, you feel like isn't isn't respecting you, isn't being grateful for the gifts you're giving them, uh, for just just even your own presence, being around them, the words you're telling them, the advice you're giving them, if they don't appreciate it, well, you remind them that they can't do what they do without you. Exactly. That if it weren't for you, th- they'd be nothing. Yeah. That is just so good right there. You know, I really wish that I could just come down there to that little bunker of yours and let you guys read a contract because I wish, man, that my prey had half of the sense in their pretty little brains as you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bet you do, darling. I mean, think about it. Like, if I brought you a contract and you made sure, the contract made sure that you got laid every day and you didn't even have to wake up for it. Well, I mean, um, is there a negotiation phase? Because if you threw in that uh, that sandwich guy. Oh, of course there's a negotiation phase. I definitely want to take the time to listen and hear your concerns so that I can respond accordingly. Yeah, I just, I just wish that more of our listeners um, were, were like you, you know, will, willing to listen, uh, willing to appreciate, you know, our beauty. Uh, the beauty of our minds, uh, the beauty of our voices, um, and then maybe maybe eventually the, 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 the beauty of our outward countenances. So why don't you um, maybe send us, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take this call off air. Okay. We'll give you um, the, the contact information for the postman. Uh, send us a contract, and um, I think we can, we can work out something good. You're a, you're a model listener. Um, you're exposing a whole new listener base uh, in the form of your conquest to us. I think this is the beginning of, of a beautiful relationship. Well, that sounds lovely to me, sweetheart. All right. You, you stay on the line and uh, and talk with our producer, Caden. Well, listeners, I think that's about it for us today. Rad, do you have any parting words? Yeah, well, I was just thinking, you know, it, it's like the caller was saying a minute ago with our prey. You know, man is, is the most dangerous game. And you, you really got to have 
a certain drive, a certain real fire in, in your belly mm-hmm. to uh, to hunt people. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So that's, that's something that's, that's something I think that's really really admirable and something that you uh, something that you don't see very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Many many are called. Uh, few make it past the first round. That's very true. That's very true. I think we've done a lot of good work here today, Professor. Mm-hmm. And um, par for the course. Absolutely. Same as always. It's been a great day. Started out good. Ended great. Mm-hmm. Um, proud to proud to make this show with you yeah. every day, Professor. You should be. I am. Absolutely. Good. Uh, You're not ungrateful like our listeners. Exactly. That's yeah. what I've been saying. Yeah. Right? There's far too many ungrateful people out there. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, thanks for tuning in. This has been Radiation Ships. I'm Rad Flink. With me as always, the Professor. That's me. Don't come looking for us. <laughs> <laughs>